Howdy friends, Craig here with the bonus drop-in. Weird Games posted a new Gaining Grounds 2 for their game Malifaux. Now I know a lot of my listeners are big Malifaux fans. This Gaining Grounds 2 includes a lot of changes. It includes changes to models, changes to some of the rules, and of course changes to the strategies and schemes. I'm in the process of trying to book both Matt and Kyle from Weird Games on the show so we can talk about it. In the meantime, while we're waiting, I thought I'd do a quick drop-in to share some of my thoughts about Gaining Grounds 2. Put simply, there's things I know, and there are things I don't know. Let's start with what I don't know. I don't know if any of the model changes were too much or not enough. I don't know if there's models that should have gotten changed that didn't, and I don't know if there's models that were changed that really didn't need it. I don't know which models used to be top tier that aren't anymore. I don't know which models are were not top tier that now are. I don't know if any of the models changed are now unplayable. I don't know what the overall goal of the changes were, and hopefully I can get uh, the design team on the show to talk about it. Most importantly, I don't know what the changes mean for the game. So why do I not know any of this? Well, let's get into what I do know. I know seeing a model you love changed, nerfed, sucks. Like it really sucks. You've been using a model or a series of models or a crew a certain way and you've gotten good with it, you've gotten comfortable with it, and now it's changed. And that that stinks. It never feels good. I also know Malifaux is a very intricate game. I think the most intricate miniature game there is. It's part of what I love about Malifaux. One of the biggest things I know is you cannot read a card, and instantly know what a model's impact will be on the table. Why? Because I know there are a ton of factors that decide what a model's impact will be. The other models in the crew, the strategy, the scheme pool, what your opponent declared, what your opponent's crew build is, even what the deployment is. All of these things are factors that will determine how a single modem will or will not perform. With all of those factors, the only way to know the impact of these changes is to play several games against several different crews and different opponents. You can't read the cards and know what the impact is going to be. Now, I'm, again, not taking away the fact that seeing changes to models you love, masters that you love and crews you love... Your initial reaction is this sucks, and those are valid, valid reactions. But you have to evaluate changes in the greater context of all of the other changes. This includes changes to other models. This includes changes to the win conditions. The pools are different now. The game has changed. All of these changes mean that the game that you played yesterday is different than the game you're going to play tomorrow. And the only way to truly understand what changed is to play the new game. A few other things I know. Matt, Kyle, and the rest of the design team at Weird, even the play testers, they love Malifaux. Nobody wants it to be a great game more than they do. Of all the people that have skin in the game, nobody has more skin in the game than the Weird design team. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that the current design team is perfect or geniuses or the best that we've ever seen in any mini game. 
I can't say that. But at the same time, I will tell you, for me, they've proven themselves. I think the game is in a better position now than it's ever been. I will argue that the game is the best competitive miniature game on the market right now. I will argue that the game is unbelievably balanced, considering the hundreds of models involved and as and the intricacies of this game. Over the next few weeks, we can look forward to a ton of great content from all of the podcasts and YouTube channels that create content for uh, Malifaux. There's so many good podcasts out there now. I just listened to Cody's Swamp Fiends episode that he posted last night. It is outstanding. I recommend you listen to it. You're going to get all of the breakdowns, all of the hot takes, and all of the opinions you're going to need. Here on the third floor, we will spend time analyzing the impact once there has been enough games played to qualify our opinions. We're not going to have the first full roundtable about gaining grounds to out. But my hope is, when we do have shows dedicated to gaining grounds too, they'll be worth waiting for. All right, let's talk about some of the things coming up. Next week on the podcast, we release another Insider Insights episode with two of the guys from Rowan, Rook, and Descartes, which is a very interesting company that's putting out some very interesting role-playing games. Uh, it's a ton of fun and a ton of laughs. That comes out this coming Tuesday. This coming Saturday, April 24th at 10 a.m. Eastern, we're going to stream the season finale of our Blades in the Dark game. The next day, Sunday, the 25th of April at 3 p.m. Eastern, we're going to stream yet another episode of our Star Wars game. The Good, the Scum, and the Villainy. A week from today, Thursday the 29th at 8 p.m. Eastern, is the second episode of our Forbidden Lands game. We got a lot of really positive reactions to the first episode, and we can't wait to see what happens. So, Floorheads, I appreciate you listening. My recommendation is take a deep breath. Get some of those changed models on the table with an open mind and get enough reps in so you get a sense of what the changes really mean for you. For those of you who listen to the end, I appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Talk soon. Take care.